What is up, people? Thank you for joining us on Real to Real, where real talk and real debate will lead to real solutions. And as we all know, we definitely need some solutions within our community. And that's what we're here uh, to discuss. So, first of all, before I get into the topic, I would like to introduce our get introduce our guest, our esteemed guest, and 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 thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to introduce the in studio audience, and then I'm going to go around. I'd like to introduce my boy Tafari Yuma, former coworker. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Oh, likewise, thank you for joining me. My cousin Edwin Folks, thank you for coming out. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. And now, ladies, if you would please introduce yourself, Cat. Hi, my name is Kathleen. Everybody calls me Kat. Um, I live here in Little Elm, Texas, and I am a dancer. Um, I was former dancer for the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. 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 Good credentials. (laughs) Miss Adrian, please introduce yourself. Um, Hello, my name is Adrian Signator. I'm a software engineer for the government. Oh, yeah, nice. Glad to be on the call. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Miss <laughs> Shalina, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Shalina? Yes, it's Shalina. That's correct. How you doing, my sister? Please introduce yourself. I'm doing well. Hi, again, my name is Shalina, and um, I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. I live here in New York City, um, and I have a music industry background, so... Oh, great. boy, it's a lot of interesting stuff going okay, on so in your neighborhood. It'll be real interesting for her. <laughs> and my, my CPA, and hopefully one day yours as well, Mr. Byron Whitaker. Byron, introduce Hello. yourself, please. Hello, Byron Whitaker. As uh, they uh, so graciously introduced me, I am a um, CPA here in uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, I serve as well, actually, pretty much all of U.S. because of uh, virtual, uh, we're able to touch everyone. So, yeah. So, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Mr. Turner, please introduce yourself, sir. Uh, thank you for the uh, thank you for the intro. This is Oran uh, Turner. I come from uh, I was born and raised in Oklahoma. But I live in Los Angeles, California, and I, I work in the uh, film and television industry. Imagine that. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, my brother, in L.A., in the film industry. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, uh, this is a, a panel group, a compilation, and uh, uh, this ought to be really interesting. So the, the topic uh, for discussion, you know, the overarching topic is music then and now. So there are a couple of us here that represent the then part, and there's a couple of you ladies that represent the now. So I I appreciate you being here again. Uh, You know, the centerpiece of of the discussion, because we want to discuss how music, the influence that it has on our communities uh, and and has had for a long time and the change in that music and the song, you know, this kind of the centerpiece of this is Cardi B uh, and Megan Thee Stallion, you know, the as it's so titled WAP. So. It's just given us an opportunity to focus on the music industry and where it's turned to and the influence that it's uh, having today. So what I would like to I would like to start with the ladies, because I classified this type of situation as root cause. OK, you know, the music, the influence, the behavior, you know, that particular pattern. So I would like to start with the ladies and I will start with you, Kat. What is your thoughts you know, on on this song and whatever you have to offer on what influence or impact you think it may have, you know, on the community and especially on females. Well, 
to be honest with you, I don't see a problem with the song. Mm -hmm. I actually like it. Um, I know that the lyrics are, you know, provocative, but um, I'm listening to the beat of the song. I'm listening to the music and just, you know, to groove with it and not so much the lyrics. Um, but I can understand why it'll, you know, why it will be an influence on the community because of the lyrics. But I'm not listening to that as much. I'm just listening to the beat and how I can dance with it. Okay, that's interesting. Adrian, please. Well, I don't know if I'm representing the then or the now. I'm not sure where I fall. I'm not putting um, you in but, any category. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my 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 look on it is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the song. I like the song, but it, that song is for mature art, an audience. Um, these days, the kids have more access to music like that than we did. Social media makes it accessible, so it's for a mature audience. Yes, we like the song, but it is playing a bad influence on our younger teens. Not that it's. Not that they're going to read into it the wrong way, but they are if they don't have the parents in place to educate them correctly. Mm, so true. I do feel it's playing on our, 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 our system, especially our young girls. I mean, the song comes on with there's some holes in the house. <laughs> so <laughs> it opens up the song with there's some holes in this house. And the song's basically telling you how to get your money. Use your body to get what you want. Those people that are mature can appreciate it because we like the song. It's not necessarily how we listen to it, but we're mature. When you have a 12 or 13 year old girl thinking this is what she needs to do to get her husband, then it poses a problem. I can but one, again, I feel like oh, right. it comes down to the parent. That. Parenting is everything. You, it's up no. to you as a parent to filter what your children hear and educate them on what they hear and what they should take from what they hear. You can't be every place at every time, but I know in my house when I grew up, what I listened to and what I said, my parents knew and they observed and they monitored. So you can't shelter the child from everything Everything is out there. It's, social media is so open now. So as a parent, it's going to be up to them to okay. educate their child correctly. I, I, I got you. I, I follow it. I like it. Selena, please. Um, so I'm going to be honest. I really don't like the song and not because of the lyrics per se. It's just, it's, to me, it's just not the, a great song. Um, something in general, I'm not really a fan but I would like to say that um, piggyback on Adrian, what Adrian said, like there it's really not their responsibility to raise our children. It would be great if, you know, all the music was all lovely, but again, right now we, ha- there's so many options and I think it's just unfortunate that those songs are in the forefront. We have artists like Rhapsody that has so many great lyrics and speak so positively, but no one buys into that. So they're basically doing what the media buys into, what people buy into. Because even if you don't like the song and you're playing the song multiple times a day to tell your friend how much you don't like the song, it's it's now a number one song now. Yes. So you have to think about that. And also, um, it's it's you know, I grew up on different songs. I mean, Luke, Adina Howard, this is absolutely nothing new. Um, it's just a different type of um, artist that's saying it, but pretty much it's the parent's responsibility. And even if it's not a parent, some type of village um, responsibility to, you know, influence the children. We should not rely on entertainers 
to influence because even the most positive entertainer at some point may do something wrong and may influence your child. So you can't look to entertain But we do. Yeah, they are not role models. That's one thing. She's absolutely right. We shouldn't rely on them, but we do. And from what I just heard, what I can't understand is that this music has become a part of our culture. And that's a huge problem. And if no one sees that, because I talked to my brother Dave last night and in my generation, we had music. You know, there was Millie Jackson who, you know, had her raunchy records. And she they was were, mentioned. You know, yeah, yeah. They were, you know, they were, you know, Dolomite who had his records. But there was a place for all of that. And as we see, there's no dividing line in our generations. You know, what your daughter is doing at maybe 21, you're doing the same thing at maybe 49, you know. And that's just true, you know. So when we look at the culture that, like she just said, uh, Luke done it, you know, and it built a culture. Now look what we have, you know. I mean, you know, you don't look at these young men out here. I mean, really, look how they, and you, you constantly say that they don't respect women because we teach them not to respect women. Exactly. It's, it's, it's in the music. We teach them not, not to, to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, I'm one of the ones who haven't heard the song, haven't looked at the video, I, and probably not going to hear the song and look at the video because that's just not yeah. something I'm into. Okay. But you're right. It's a whole gang of people around at my job. Everybody's talking about it. And yes. To me, that's just not right, especially all the situations that we deal with in our community. And this is what we're talking about. It, it, okay, well, we're back to the root cause analysis. <laughs> Mr. Turner, I'm going to get to you in just right. a second, because Mr. Turner, you as a single father, talk to me. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's funny. This topic was brought up just as a hypothetical. I was having a conversation with uh, my daughter, my daughter's uncles. And the, the question was, you know, how would you feel or how would I feel if I walked in and I heard my daughter listening to this song? And, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's right. It's not up to the entertainers to, um, you know, raise our children. That's our responsibility. But the thing that I cringe about with this song in particular, you know, I get it for a mature audience. Fine. We could be entertained by this child listening to this gets it from this to you know basically sell her body to be a possession of a man. If I had a young boy, the opposite of that would be, you know, to own a woman and, you know, you know, for for sex. And that's not something I think my children should be, you know, my child um, should be programmed with in, in this medium. And I could say, well, you know, maybe you could maybe I could try to keep her a block away from this. But like you said on on the call earlier, getting this from so many different directions. So I just I just don't feel like this is the type of influence that we should have especially from like cardi b she's had so many other good hits and i find it a little bit ironic that i was watching a video of cardi and her husband and her baby girl singing frozen so you talking about you know you talking about wap on one side and you singing frozen with your little girl so what so you, mm. you know we, we portray this out to you know our our kids but you know their kids will go to private schools and, and live the good life i don't you know so it's 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 to mix back we're trying to we're trying to raise the culture trying to raise our people we're trying to we're trying to be woke and and understand who we are as a people and i just find like this is like two steps forward and then 10 steps back I don't, and that's kind of how i feel about that amen. okay amen uh, yeah amen and, and, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get uh, expound upon that point as well and, and something else that you said, Kat, as well. Now, Byron, what's your thoughts? Um, so I personally, physically, and musically like WAP. 
Okay. This is okay. Honest. Not a problem. Uh, and so uh, <laughs> I look at this as this is just art. It is nothing more than art. I think their wordplay is very talented in the way that they put these words together. Obviously, it's for, uh, you know, for mature audiences, and I get that. But, I, you know, as uh, Mr. Turner indicated, you know, you, you see them singing Frozen with their daughter, and then they put this out. They are acting. So I, I, I equate this to no different than when I was 14. I used to watch Friday the 13th, and uh, Jason was a Jason who was going around hacking people. Why did, you know, that to me, it was, you know, that cinema was a form of art, but I didn't grow up becoming a mass murderer and wanting to try, you know, imitate what I mm-hmm. saw. So, because why? Because I had parents that kept me grounded that, that, you know, so I understood something from artwork or science fiction that's not real to what's reality. Now I get there's a blended mix. Now it's hard, you know, because what they're talking about is very prevalent of what's happening in today, but it is the, the parents' responsibility. If they, if they're teaching, hey, this, this this is this is just art. At the end of the day, this is just art. It's, it's a different type of art. It's dark art, but it's art. That's all it is. At the end of the day, these people are acting. Okay, that that's going to a point that Adrian made, Shalina, and, and you as well, Captain. I'm going to address that in just a second. Ed, what's your thoughts? My personal opinion on I do not like it. Reason being, because you have what, three right, daughters, right? I, the one youngest said it's the beat. And that's why our community is where it's at today. We're not listening to the message. All we're concerned about is, as long as it's a good beat, whatever the message is delivered, is, is putting out there, who cares? But, however, put myself, I'm a then, not a now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I look at young black men, and they're listening to this, say I go out and I start a business. My business now is, hey, I'm going to start a business so I can make a lot of money and get rich because you know what? The women are telling me I don't need to respect them. long as I got a lot of money and I can pay their bills and everything, I can have them do whatever I want them it's to the do. Culture so it's, culture. Yeah, it's the culture. It's not about being. respect. I don't have to respect a woman anymore. long as I'm successful, and that's how these young men going to look at it. My job is not to build my community up anymore. My job is to get rich so I can get all this money so I can go get women like that. Because all that's all they care about is, hey, long as you pay my bills, you got a lot of money, this is what you can do. And this is what I'm going to do for you. And he made a good point. My problem with it, you write lyrics like this, but at the same time, I can see you on a show, political show, talking about how you want to be respected. How do you think I'm supposed to respect or believe in anything you're saying when I'm looking at what you're writing? Oh, well, that's entertainment. I get it. That's entertainment. That's your personal business. That's how you make your living. But to me, what that's saying is, hey, a dollar outweighs everything. My (laughs) self-respect means nothing as long as I'm getting paid. Okay. So I'm going to go back around the horn, Cat. I'm going to come back to you, Uh, Kathleen. I'm sorry. I just heard your name first time as Cat. Now, you (laughs) said something that's been supported uh, uh, by Byron, by, by, by both of these gentlemen, that the beat, you know, you, you're, you're doing your thing, you know, as a dancer and everything. The beat is the most important thing to you. You know, the rhythm. We're rhythmic people, okay? You know what I mean? So the lyrics, as you said, you were kind of dismissing. Now, now my cuz made a point, and, 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 and so did everybody else, uh, about the lyrics. As a, as a female, where I'm going with that is, and, and, I, and I'm going to come to uh, uh, Shalina and Adrian here next. As a female, the... 
what it says to us in our mind as men and how it <laughs> programs us, which was, you know, what, what has been discussed. How are we supposed to Respect. treat or address or, or approach you as women when this, and again, like he said, it goes back to Luke, it goes back to Adina Howard, MC Light said, I want a roughneck all the way back, right. you know, uh, in, in the and early 90s. Said, it's very, very influential. Yeah, so okay? you are right, Shalina, this very, is nothing new. But how do we approach, are we supposed to, how do we dismiss that and see you differently? Okay, well, first of all, grown men should know that, like, know that it's a song and it's not real life, and they should know the okay. difference. I got you. True. So, right. Know that. I should not have a, a, I'm not gonna talk to any guy, like I'm married now, but if my husband comes across me and says this and this and this, I'm like looking at him sideways, like, come on, this is not a TV show, this is not a music video, this is life, like, so you need to approach me with some common sense. But this is <laughs> Okay, no, you no, good, good point. And, right, right, right. You have you, a generation you, of young men and young women out there who who are not you, you know. I mean, right. and like I, I keep saying this, it is heavily influential. And for anybody to think what that, they okay, value. we understand that it is entertainment. Okay, we understand that, right? But if any one of you guys really don't believe that this has a direct effect on our community, something's wrong with you. And I'm just being honest with you. I have young people that work for me. Okay, they can't run together a sentence without putting a rap verse into it. Okay. They can't say anything without telling me some rapper said this. If you want to sell something, give it to a rapper and tell him to give it to the kids, okay? So for you guys to really think that this is an influential in a major, major way, something's wrong. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, trust me, because this will take us down a dark road that none of us want to go to and talk about. Because... When it comes to, and I'm going to just be honest with everybody, okay? She, she just parked, uh, harped on it about grown men. What you women don't understand is that us men are animals just like the other animals out there, okay? Right. All right? And look, we can't control ourselves, okay? We just can't. Now, we within, the, within the, you know, the parallels of the laws and respect and all the admiration that we have from our parents and our sisters, and uh, yeah, we try to, but... When you walk down the street and you half naked, what, what do you think that does to a man? And I mean, I'm talking about chemically. What do you think that really does to a man? Okay, let me get, let me get an answer to that. Uh, Adrian, I'm coming to you again, and Selena, you are next. Okay, now what Kat said, I, you know, I, I got it. A grown man is supposed to know the difference, and Byron said it as well. You know, we are supposed to know the difference, but... You know, from the younger generation, they're not grown yet. Hopefully, they will see that difference. But do you think it has th uh, that deep and lasting of an influence on your behavior in relationships and, and, and how we proceed? Uh, absolutely. Um, I'm a Saturday child. Um, I, 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 yeah, I tell my age. I'm in my um, late 40s. Right. So I do believe um, how how you. Uh, Present yourself is how you're going to be talked to, approached, mm -hmm. and treated. Amen. True. You present yourself like a hot. That's how you're going to be treated. Mm-hmm. Present yourself like a lady. There's a way to be sexy and be uh, approachable and still be respectful. I consider myself to be able to go out and be business casual, and I can still be sexy, but I wouldn't wear anything out that I wouldn't wear in front of my parents. Mm. 
so there's a, there's a line. So like you said, you're right. When you walking down the street and we have naked, yeah, your chemical imbalance is going to react to that. Cause you are <laughs> exactly. And I don't, I, it, it just kills me that like, like grown adults don't really understand that, you know? I mean, you, the problem with yeah. us as human beings that... We enjoy sex. You know, when you talk about every other animal out there, you'll take some lion and he'll sleep with a lioness. He might not never see her again. <laughs> we enjoy it, okay? That's our problem right there. You're right. Okay? And like I said, You're right. the, the chemical imbalance that is in a man, you cannot take a young child, which is 12 or 13 years old, and leave her around certain men. No, you, you can't cannot. do that. You cannot do that because men are very, very unique, yeah. okay? I got a you, lot of ammunition for that, man. You guys don't understand that we are. We very unique. It's very, very shaky when it comes to us, you know, and most of it is chemically, okay? Yeah. Selena? So are you I'll go ahead, Adrian. I'm sorry. So when you're saying that it's um, influencing our community, are you saying it's influencing the little boys more, or the little girls more? Or it, no, no, no. Overall, the community. Overall, the community, because listen okay. to this: when, uh, when uh, you, when you destroy a boy, you don't get a man. True. And I hear a lot of black women out there say this all the time: that oh, there's no good men out there. The men are this, and the men are that. Guess what? You're right. There aren't any out there because we destroyed them as boys. And we that goes to both them. of us. So, Adrian, that. okay, Adrian, you agree with that? Uh, I'm gonna let you finish your comment, I'll and I'm going to show you. And also, uh, okay, I mean, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I just said I, I agree with that because um, this 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 millennium generation we have we we are we are breaking a lot of young men and a lot of young women because we're we're raising a lot of Carly B's and yes. we're raising a lot of rocker flockers that's what we raise <laughs> so that generation communication but social media has has been a huge part of that so um, I agree with what you're saying it is is dampening our community but. It's coming from all angles. Music just happens to be one of them. You got movies, you got politics, you got, I mean, it's everywhere. I'm going to address that as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. All this stuff has been around since, from the beginning of time, right? Right. This, this, this just didn't start now. This didn't, you know, so I disagree. I don't think that these people have any social responsibility at all, but they're, they're no, no one said they had any social responsibility. Yeah. No, you have to understand that this right now, the way social media now, the way they make it so accessible and they can feed it into these children's minds and no. their habits, we didn't have that back then. If you didn't have a cassette tape or a good CD player, you wasn't hearing shit. Exactly. Right now, right. you got a phone, you got a TV, you got so internet, true. you got everything. Yeah. 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 And just, artists, so. it's just, I have no responsibility to my, as an artist, I have no responsibility to your You're absolutely you right. Have, you are one they don't have any responsibility. I'm not saying you have a responsibility. So you got to look at it from the artist standpoint. As an artist, my job is what can I move as many units as possible to put money in my pocket? And that's their mentality. And that's that's what I We totally understand that. However, but we're talking about our community supporting this artist. You look, you can go out there and and push shit carts up and down the street if you want to. That's fine. If people pay for that, that's cool. Okay. However, right. it's destroying us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Selena. Selena. Um. So first, that's a lot. It's a lot to. Uh, <laughs> 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 right here. We're sorry. Like, what? Okay. First and foremost, I want to say that I do ha- believe that the song does have an impact. Now, I have nieces 
and nephews. So when I see that something may have an impact, it's my job to intercept that. It's my job to intervene. It's my right. job to say, hey, you're listening to this. Let me show you something better. Let me show right. you. That is what is. There's always, there's always, whether it be a song, whether it be a movie, whether it be a commercial, whether it be someone at your child's school that may have a closer influence than a song that Cardi B wrote. Mm-hmm. And I just want to piggyback, well, make the point that Cardi B, when she talked about this song, she said she had really released several other songs, a song called Be Careful. And guess what? Nobody cared about that. Mm-hmm. So. And what does that mean? Nobody care about it. Zero revenue, right? So, so what that says to her is, in order for her to make money, this is what right. the people wanna wanna buy. Give them what they want. So you and that's fine let, too. We're not against anybody. Okay, so also you you mentioned that men are animals and we can't control. They can't control themselves, and it's an imbalance. Okay, so. What that says to if you're telling a boy that he's going to think that I have no control over myself when I'm when someone is walking down the street, I have a right to say this and that to her because it's my animal instinct. This is in me. I cannot control that has a bigger effect than this song. Someone that I know, someone, a parent or someone a peer telling my son or telling a child that he has no control over the way he acts based off what a woman is wearing. We got to stop that. That's that's more important. So I think, no, I think you I, 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 I think you, you I think you took on, that the wrong on, way. You know? Well, go, even go, if you go. even if I took it the wrong way, what I heard was and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that we have an imbalance and we cannot control ourselves. Because I disagree with that statement. I can control so, myself. There are a lot of people. Right. And, 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 and what I said was, what I said was within the parallels of. Go ahead. Let me let me just finish. Okay. When I walk down the, sh- I live in New York City. Right. I could be wearing whatever. Okay. And it's annoying. It's annoying to me. I could be wearing a business suit. I could be dressed in. A, a sheet over my head. And I guarantee you, because a man can control himself, he feels the obligation to tell me, oh, you need to smile or you need to do this. I could have just lost a parent. But do you think they care? So what I'm saying is that we got to teach our kids better. And I think that is our responsibility just to intercept. Like when you see your child going the wrong way, or even if you see a child that's not even, doesn't even belong to you or in your family, just say, Hey, listen, let me show you this and let me show you that. So I just, I think that that's just a cop out. You are absolutely right. And what you just said, just make my point. Like you said, you can't walk down the street without somebody saying something to you. So that just lets you know my point. Exactly. You're right. It's hard to control us. However, when it comes to music like this, and the culture that we live in, how are you going to get next to a young man? But let me just tell you this. How, how, look, look, look what we're competing against. Down the street coming from church and you still can't control yourself. What does it matter whether I have a bikini on or if I have on a church outfit? It doesn't really matter. What you're saying to me doesn't really matter. So you guys have to put that in check. Check okay. yourself. Okay. Get okay. That does take a family and parents. So, uh, 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 Mr. Turner? You got a young daughter. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you're like me. We got plenty of ammunition for fellas like that, if necessary. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't miss. Um, <laughs> so, um, there, was, there was something. <laughs> Go to target city, practice city bang, every bang. day. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I could pull those out too. But one, one thing came to mind that just popped in my head as I, I was listening to everyone. One of the things I think also this is, this is, uh, kind of hitting us is, is this song actually is us. 
we have a large percentage of our of our people of our culture that this actually represents and you know we at this point we at this moment in time where we have the world attention on us for all the right reasons well for the wrong reasons but they're spawning the right reasons in in this movement and you know here we are talking about how you know how we basically you know treat our women like shit and just own them and and women can act like hoes we're pronouncing that there's hoes in this house so that that kind of hits the nerve as as well because it's like damn you know we're supposed to be proud people and we're supposed to be you know people that we can represent ourselves and and carry ourselves in such a way that it doesn't get this negative you know this negative attention you know we're getting shot killed by the police and we have situations like this. So it's, it's multifaceted. I, I completely agree about the parenting. But another thing that I want to touch on, and, and mind you, when I say our culture, this is us. This is we are. This is uh, this is what our children are being programmed with. This is the generation that was above them. And so we got basically two generations where this is representative. And the more we go down this line, I mean, if you look at the songs from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s, 2010s, you'll see – because I got them up here on my screen, yep. you'll see you'll see that the just the the format, the themes, <laughs> how raunchier they get over the years, <laughs> have got progressively worse. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, I, that that was a banger. That was, and none of those songs I'm looking at as a top twenty even remotely come to the cringe mode that I have right right now when I'm listening to some of the music that's on the airways right now. So it's 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 a combination of thing. And then my last point is this: not all kids have parents. We still dealing right. with some of the highest incarcerations disproportionate to our race. Mm-hmm. Period. So you talk about single mom raising, you know, multiple kids, working two jobs, not at home. So all their influence is coming from this. So if you talk about like, you know, better in the culture, better in the people, for those kids that don't have those parents or don't have those positive influence within their, their family structure, then they're gonna get it from everywhere else, social media, you know, music, videos, what have you, or the local, you know, local gangs in the street. Um so it's 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 a combination thing, and I, I just really can't chuck it up to entertain it because looking at 30, 40 years back, we've been entertained for a long time, and a lot of the tops that I've listened to had nothing to do with this shit. Now, mind you, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I, I like <laughs> I like I like what WAP represents in my private life in my bedroom, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I don't need to bring this out to the to the world and, and you know call it a day. So, man, yeah, you, it's, had, it's, you, you, you we had have responsibility. Guy. Okay. And, and let me uh, 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 uh go ahead. Byron, I'm coming to you next. Go ahead, folks. You made a good point. Um the point I'm trying to make which is exactly true. We see it here in our community as basically like um your your CPA saying it's entertainment. So they don't have a responsibility. But however, when I used to live in Germany, I'm going to tell people, it's a big world out there and unfortunately when we write music and lyrics like that, the rest of the world don't see it that way. When I was in Germany, they listened. They thought everybody was Michael Jackson. They thought everybody lived like it based on what he was saying, exactly. what he was singing about. The rest <laughs> of the world, we say, well, hey, that's cool. That's a good beat and everything. But how do the rest of the world build? Look so is us. that how black people are? Exactly. That's how that's y'all how really they treat y'all us. women? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's yes. how the rest of the world is seeing it. No matter what we think, yeah, we might know, hey, it's entertainment, it's entertainment. and all that. Yeah. But the rest of the world don't see that. They see it totally different. They think that's real. That's your life. And that's how they view us as a race of people. Well, that's what they do. That's their life. That's how they treat their women. They don't know any different. They're not looking at the money you're making. It's entertainment. They don't see that. All they see is 
that's how you treat one another. Perception is reality. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Byron, you made a point, and, and Shalina, I want to uh, kind of connect it to something that you said since, you know, you're in the music industry that, uh, you know, it's, it's not real. And we know how many times, you know, we found out that they renting vehicles and diamonds. They don't own any of that stuff. You know what I mean? So, Byron, you made the point earlier, and I want to give you an opportunity before we switch over just a, just a little bit to a, to a separate question. Uh, on that point, perception, because you had the birth of a nation, you know, <laughs> Woodrow Wilson in, in the early days of Hollywood that set the perception of us. And in a way, you know, it not it, like I said, it's not just this song, as you said earlier, Mr. Turner. You know, it's a it, it's movies, it's it's other music, right. it's the ramping up from the eighties. So, Byron, uh, uh, continue on your thought that they see it as entertainment is really not real, but so many of them are trying to live the lyrics. Well, okay, so I'm going to speak personally because I, I came from the projects. Okay, so I I seen you know we. What, what I, you know, from a standpoint, if you got to look at these people, what they're delivering, what is their background? We are not talking about PhD, Harvard graduation, graduated individuals. So, you know, Cardi came from the same background as me, from the gutter. So, you know, from what she's talking about is what she saw in her community. The, the information that's input is what she's outputting, the delivery that she's, she doesn't, ha- she doesn't know. She came up stripping, right? Okay, so that's how she was able to Get to the success that she that so was a step. You glorify our some people go to, huh? <laughs> right? Uh, you know, yeah. No, go ahead. No, it, call it what it is. It, that was her her school of education was stripping the streets. So her music, what she's talking about, is what she was educated with. She she wasn't a Harvard graduate, so I, I don't expect to learn anything from that. The only thing I'm getting is entertainment. I don't ex- like. I don't turn to someone who is. Their whole intention is just to entertain me to try to learn something from that. And again, okay. so that, that's why I take the misconception. Okay. I, I follow you, and I know it's influential. So I, I want to move to a, to another question, uh, and, and I'm going to combine uh, uh, these two questions, and, and, and I, I want everybody to have input. You know, can can we reverse or somehow change the trajectory of these of the influence and the effects and can we or do you can you think of a way that uh, we can get them to appreciate more positive, you know, uh, 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 language in the music? Because as you said, Mr. Turner, and, and I'll let you do it, too. I just want to list off a couple of groups because in 1988 is when N.W.A. came. And I know for those of you, for those of you. For those of you who can remember, before uh, uh, 88, when NWA came out. Adrian, the phone. Mute the phone. Not that oh. you said mute the phone. Oh, okay. okay. So we were yeah. wearing, you know, pastels, you know, uh, 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 leather shoes. You know, when we went out to party or whatever, you know, we were creased. We were sharp. You know, everything, you know, the way that we operated. Once NWA came out a couple of months later, that same brother was wearing a do-rag <laughs> and was sagging. You know what I mean? It, it really didn't take that long. So, right, before then, you know, we had Public Enemy, Eric B., you know what I mean? Uh, cool Modi, Will Smith, Run DMC, Salt and Pepper. So even though we were enjoying hip hop, it had a totally different meaning. So I'm going to start with Cat, especially again since you dance, uh, and, and I, I imagine you know, like I said, music means a lot in your industry because it can determine. You know, it's like when we're out. If you hear a good, a good song, you getting up, right? 
So, okay. So, <laughs> do you think we can re- reverse this, or what do you think we can do about it? Is there a solution that you could offer? Oh, the only solution that I think that we can do to reverse it is I feel like Beyonce just needs to get another influential song. (laughs) 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 You know, put it on TikTok and on all the social media things and kind of just drown this one out. Um, When she did The Blackest King, like, I felt like that was amazing, but it didn't get as much publicity as this has right now. Mm-hmm, and it kind of just washed away that. So just taking back those moments, I feel like we can kind of reverse this a little bit. Um, and I also feel like the, you know, the pioneers that you mentioned before, like the rappers and um, from, you know, in another generation, you know, the 80s and the 90s, I really like them to actually come out more. I know that they did some battles and stuff on Twitter. I don't even have Twitter, but I heard about it through Shalina and uh, or Instagram or whatever it is. I don't even have Instagram. So heard about it through Shalina, but they, I feel like they're them coming out more and having those battles. I feel like it would kind of influence them a little, influence this generation a little bit more too, to see like, Hey, they're, they're really positive people out there. Okay. I like that. Okay. Good answer. I'm going to get around to the panel. Jeff, give me a solution, man. <laughs> give me a solution. I, I don't. I don't. It's going to take a long time for me to even think of a solution. But one thing that I, I will say is that I've heard this, and it seems to be true, that when you take um, the rap industry, what it has done in our community is it has extended the teenage years out to about <laughs> maybe 31 to 32 years old. <laughs> If you look at a 31, 32-year-old black man in, what, 1960, he was well into raising his family, working at a union job, you know, um, just raising a family. Like I said, I work with young people every day, and I have to explain to them that, look, I'm not James Brown old, okay? I'm like Eric B. and Rakim old, you know? They don't understand the generation gap that we have. So um, it's just if music is so influential in our community— we're going to have to try to use it a whole different way because the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is that it is hugely influential, okay? And I keep saying that because it is, okay? You have yeah. the parent listening to the same exact thing as the 14-year-old kid, okay? Now they are. Yeah. They weren't when, before. When when we grew up, oh, no, I mean, and even, I'm, I'm make this more, mm-hmm. a black man in the 50s and the 60s, when they sung R&B, he expressed himself. No matter what he was doing, even if he was cheating on his woman, Billy Paul let you know, look, it was me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Jones. <laughs> he talked to you and explained himself. Some of them even poured their heart out. Today, it's easy for me to say, come here, bitch, put your pants down, I'm going to give you a dollar. You know what I mean? Oh, that's easy. Yeah. That's no, easy. I so, agree. I agree. Shalina, can you, can you think of a a solution um like i said before it's just gonna like take for like me personally um my stance on things like that is that a lot of people say oh this can't be done and this cannot be reversed i'm a person that people have told so many things could not be done like i was raised by a single mother I grew up in a not so good environment. All of my friends were pregnant, like at a teenage in the teenage years. Um, I'm the first person in my family to ever leave 
the state to do anything. So I think we have to start there with our mindset first and say, yeah, we can reverse it. We can change. We can make an impact and find out what you can do around you. Don't be one of those people that just sit up here and complain about things that are going on. If you're not going to be a part of the solution, because there's always going to be, like I said, those influences in our kids' lives. And um, I just totally believe that we're going to have to, you know, make those make it look just as cool to be, you know, influenced by the wrong thing mm-hmm. and put forth the, the cool thing. Like when Jay-Z said, okay, everybody's time to button up their, you know, collars. Everybody was like, oh, I don't want to wear this anymore. Or when Jay-Z said, oh, auto-tunes isn't cool anymore. Everybody was like, oh, I hate auto-tunes. So it's just going to take those how people influential it people is. Mm-hmm. to step up <laughs> and just say, hey, no more. But I think, I, I believe in where we're going. I mean, I see so many young kids that are activists now who protest, who care about certain things. Like when I was growing up, we didn't, I didn't necessarily see that from my generation. I saw it from the generation before me and now I see it now. So I'm very hopeful in some of these kids. It's always going to be a bunch of bad apples and a bunch of um, men that are misogynistic and, you know, treat women like crap. But I think I'm very hopeful. Okay, man, I love it. Mr. Turner. Um, I kind of look at it. I kind of look at it like this. Uh, the rap game, just music in, in general, it's, it's, it's like I kind of liken it to professional sports. And to become a professional sports athlete, you have to play high school. Play high school, you have to play Little League. In Little League, you know, so on college, and then you go to pros. So when I look at where rap has gone now, when you have either, you know, rappers talking about killing, shooting, you know, selling bricks that's the pros life of being a rapper but how do you get there and have that street cred you got to do that at the younger years so when we look at it you know maybe in, you know through that lens it's like okay well like 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 uh i believe shalina was saying we have to we have to show them there's another revenue stream there's another means you know to get out of their situation so that they don't have to go through the you know school hard knocks to become you know a famous female rapper or, or famous you know male rapper by doing all these things to get there like that. Um, you know, school seems to be less and less important, um, you know, as far as like the cool thing to, you know, to graduate and to, to do, especially when I see these young kids on social media, they're, they're, they're talking about shit that I wouldn't even, excuse my language. I wouldn't even begin to even understand why are you even going down that path? And the whole time they're speaking, um, you, you barely can form a word, you know, and it's, 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 it's sad, but, this then becomes the curriculum. This becomes the path. So we, we have to change that, you know, at that level. And then last but not least, I think financially as a people, because we've, you know, the systematic racism has been against us for so long. We need to really start looking at, you know, the possibility of, of really what does reparations look like for our community? Because, you know, now is the time that we should be going after that and, and you know, being an activist for it. Uh, because there's been so much that's been revealed to us in the last year that a lot of us had no clue about. So, you know, that's that's it's a two part it's a two part approach. I think. I think. Okay. Okay, folks. What's your solution? Back to the basics. I would say um, we need people that are willing to step out there and be more positive. We can make great beats and great songs with a positive message as well. Um, our community today, I, I feel that we are comfortable with taking the easy way. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, if 
I, if all this is all I have to do to be successful is come up with some lyrics, say some B words and this and that, and that's it. Well, that's all. Hey, that's that requires no work, no no training, no nothing. It's just I'm going to do it, and that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be successful. We need to start ed- re-educating our kids that, hey, look, there is other ways. Yeah, music is great. They can be great role models, some of the rappers and stuff. But, however, you still got to understand that you got to apply yourself. You still need to go to school. You still got to understand this is just entertainment. Um, And it goes back to parents. There's a lot of kids that's growing up without parents, or some of them are pretty much the same same age as their parents. (laughs) I mean, we got kids raising kids, and that's why we have so many issues today. I mean, you got your mama in the club or your dad in the club, and your son and your daughter is on the other side. You can do that when you're only about 15 years apart. Exactly. So, But we can change it around. Okay. Byron, I'm going to go to you, and I'm going to offer some closing remarks. Okay, I'm going to go spiritual on you guys. Okay, okay. If you keep your kid grounded in the word, they're going to know right from wrong, okay? Uh, and then, two, uh, to just tag on with uh, what, what uh, Anthony said, um, I do think that we need to educate our kids on there are multiple facets of, of professions that you can get in that is beyond rapping playing a professional sport. You could be a doctor, a lawyer. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so many things, you know, you can, you can run an IT firm, you know, CPA. Um, I just found out there are kids that are making millions of dollars being just playing video games. They think they're coming coders. Yeah, a lot of kids. Yeah. So, you know, I think we just need to begin to introduce more to our, our youth of, you know, these are, these are just, the more that they can see, the more options that they know that they have to be other than, I just want to put together some beats and, and, and rap and then, you know, that, you know, I'm the next star here. I think it, 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 it starts with education. So both spiritually and I think also educating them on the, the, the different things from a profession that, that are available to them. Okay. Okay. That, that, that sounds great. So, I'm going to I'm going to offer some thoughts on everything that I heard and uh and and we're going to get this wrapped up and first and foremost let me tell you I really appreciate all of you joining me and everything that you offered uh to this show. The reason that we started this show and, and Byron you know this and I just want all of you that joined us uh to know. I wanted this show and I called it real to real because I want the truth. We have to seek the truth. We have to seek better. And the only way to get the truth, you know, one of my big things is critical thinking. We have to, we have to teach our kids how to process the thinking process, how to reach different conclusions about different things. What, what's fact? What's fiction? And that includes, as you said, uh, uh, Kat, you know, you need a man that knows the difference between, you know, What's what's fake and what's real? You know how you know this is not real. So we are starting a a nonprofit as Byron has helped me with uh, called the Urban Economics Institute. And to what you said, Sheena, as well as well as Mr. Turner, the whole goal is not to tell you what to think, but to offer you these other options, expose you to the accountant, to the movie producer, not just the actor. You know, I hear no one talk about Robert Smith. 
This man paid off 400 young men's tuition. And what did he tell them? Take this opportunity. And, and, and like you said, Sheena, he was telling them to go out and do something with this to help your community. I'm giving you a step up. You know, we watched Black Panther, the movie, but do we really understand that the reason they were able to do that is because their their land was full of scientists. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are doing things, other things other than just entertainment. Entertainment. You know, and and, and also the appreciation of as you say, Sheena, of a parent, a teacher, somebody outside the household setting an example for you. You know, and and, and, and my parents, I, I love them to death. Me and, me, and, me and Edwin grew up together. You know, we had parents that cared. They took parenting seriously. And that should not be pushed to the side. But like, it it's nothing because you aren't rich or you haven't, you know, made a song or something. If you have a parent that loves their children and sacrificed to make sure that they have a life and they're protected, we have to reestablish the value of that as well. So I just wanted to share my thoughts with you on, on how we see things and, and everything on this show. I want to have fun. I want to keep it real. All of you kept it real. And the whole point is to get out in the community, work with these kids, because this is our generation. I'm a then. These are my kids that are out there marching. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got kids that are 35 years old. My <laughs> kids are out there. What yeah. didn't I do in our generation? What didn't we do? To lead to where we are right now. So, anyway, that was my little rant. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, I just want you to understand what this is all about. I hope you will join me, you know, on, on future topics and shows. You know, we're not just going to focus on, on negative stuff. We're going to talk about some positive stuff, you know. We want to get some kids and put them on the spotlight that are doing things, that are doing well. You know what I mean? And, and Sheena, like you said, I have that hope. I have that hope. I believe we can do it. We can change this. So, anyway, that's my <laughs> that's my deal. So, Cat, Mr. Turner, Byron, Sheena, thank you so much for taking the time on this Saturday afternoon to uh, uh to join us on this. Uh for for the audience, you can find the show on YouTube. Uh you can email me questions if you have any comments at next Lev2 at Gmail. N-E-X-T-L-E-V, the number two at Gmail. I see you representing those cowboys. You know, I don't know. Cowboys. Oh my God. (laughs) Hey. What about them coats? You better better be the cowboys. (laughs) 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 You see see the helmet in the background, brother. You gotta be ashamed of yourself. I'll play around around with my boys. Don't tell nobody else. That's cool. That's cool. Hopefully, Jerry is gonna watch the show and give us, you know, some props. So, you can find us on YouTube at Fully Engaged 421. We'll be the first one that pulls up. That's where this is going to be posted. Uh, uh, join us on the Facebook page, Real to Real on Facebook. And uh, and we want to build the show. We want to build the audience. But most importantly, you know, we want to help rebuild our community. That's what this is all about. So I just wanted you all to know that. And I appreciate, you know, again, you coming on and, and your sentiments. We're going to change this. I don't care what they say. As long as I'm vertical, we're going to work to do something better. <laughs> hey, so, this is a great move. panel. Hey, oh, yes. Thank you, oh, man. Yeah. I thought oh, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> 
had a great time. I <laughs> loved it. Enjoyed you guys. Ladies, hey, ladies y'all was awesome. Byron, thank yes. you, man. I appreciate y'all joining us. Yes. I, I have this Afro for a reason, by the way, okay? <laughs> Keep it real. Stay real. Black Panther. All thank right. you. Have a good one. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Hey man, sorry, but I wasn't meaning to cut people off. It was so many people on there. I ain't never done a panel show like that before. You did, you did great, man.